Welcome to the podcast. Every week I'll share leadership thoughts, books I'm reading, or tools I'm using to teach leadership skills. I believe everyone has influence. Every family, school, church, city, country is determined by its capacity for effective leadership. So let's jump in. Hello, welcome to the podcast. We talk about leadership, and one of the things I want to do for the next few podcasts is speak into what for me has been the most influential leadership resource I've had uh, concerning books, and that is Max Dupree's classic books, Leadership is an Art and Leadership Jazz. And uh, I'm actually going to start with his the second book was Leadership Jazz that he wrote. Uh, this was back in the early 90s. And I began to, you know, as I think about leadership, I think about it in terms of what's what's really influenced me. And I I went back through these two works, and I realized, oh my gosh, every it's just about every day there's some expression of his wisdom and leadership that comes out. And uh, Max Dupree led the Herman Miller Furniture Company for years, and his books on leadership, these two, are just as unique as anything that uh, I've ever read on leadership. They are uh, they're just pouring out of wisdom. And I want to begin today with the opening part of Leadership Jazz, which is finding one's voice. Um, his whole purpose of writing Leadership Jazz was to, what he said, ponder the mysterious energy lying impounded in the connection between voice and touch. A leader's voice is the expression of one's beliefs. And the first four chapters of this book particularly deal with that belief system. A leader's touch demonstrates competence and resolve, two qualities that are inherent to critical leadership. And, you know, whether leaders express a personal philosophy or not, their behavior expresses a set of values and beliefs. And this is true for business persons, for people in healthcare, for people who teach, for people who lead families. The way we hold our relationships, the physical settings we produce, which for those of us who are part of Southbrook is really relevant right now because we've just uh, created another expression of who we are in the reverie building we just constructed. It's finishing up. But also the products and services our organizations provide, the way we communicate, all those things reveal our voice. They reveal who we are. And uh, every organization has a voice. That sweet spot of expression meeting lives. And um, I love this whole point about finding voice because for me, it, it took years to find my own voice. I didn't grow up in a preacher's home. So when I sensed that call to lead a local church at age 24, I leaned into a mentor that I had come across because of our mutual athletic backgrounds, Bob Russell. He was leading at the time. He was in about his 20th year at Southeast Christian Church in Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, Bob Bob helped me form a pattern of leadership. Bob's a very authentic person, very practical teacher, 
uh, a very exacting leader. I, 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 I swear he could have been the, the president of the United States. He just had that leadership capacity and he had that unique capacity of strength and humility. And uh, here's, the, here's the reality with that. I so needed that pattern that he gave to start out, but that wasn't my own voice. And I remember the early years of leadership for me were just so much leaning into Bob and just, he was my scaffolding until I could build the own, my own house of how would I lead. And um, eventually for me, uh, the, the, my leadership voice came when in the mid nineties, I began to read the works of Jeff Van Vonderen, Families Where Grace Is In Place, Tired Of Trying To Measure Up, and it hit me that that my voice was in the realm of shame versus grace and fear versus love, that the, the, the fundamental message and leading out of shame being a distortion of one's identity, it's not accurate and grace being the means by which we establish who we really are as a beloved child of the Most High God with value and worth just as we are today, shame being that state of being where one has to earn acceptance and worth, and grace being the state in which we accept God's love as the basis by which we have worth. And then fear versus love, my personal verse, uh, life verses, First John chapter 4, verses 18 to 20, there is no fear in love, perfect love drives out fear, is then one thing, and this came from Bob in particular, was the, the importance that no matter what you do in strategies and leadership, loving people at the end of the day is culturally transferable. That, that, that will never be culturally irrelevant to love people. And I knew that to really lead, I needed to grow in not being a fear-based person, but a leader who loved as if you'd never been hurt. And that's leadership is certainly a really good opportunity to grow in that if you so choose that as your path. And so the expression of that for me has been really my leadership voice at Southbrook we talk about how we speak about identity 51 weekends a year that in, in essence, because we know we act out of our beliefs about God and ourself that, that we speak into that in some way or another, almost every single weekend. And so for me, that journey of finding refinding voice has been critical. Now, one layer that got added to that um, 25 years into leadership was, was peace versus drivenness. I think as we get into leadership, and actually if we see results from leadership, we become so activity-driven that for me, we lose our peace. The Hebrew word is shalom, and that became another voice, core leadership message, core leadership action is to lead out of a place of peace. And so much of leadership voice for me is constantly recapturing that shalom and that peace. Now, how you express what you believe through touch and voice are absolutely critical. So today, I would challenge you 
are you in the process of finding your voice? Are, are you in the process of then learning how to express that so that in the context of how you impact people, the, the intersection, you know, real impact is found at these intersections of who we are, what we believe, and when that meets human need, when that meets market need. And uh, this is so much the capacity of leadership development is that coming to be who you are. There's a scene in Avengers Endgame when Thor finally says, he says, I've decided I'm going to be not who I'm supposed to be, but who I am. And in leadership, we can have all these personas that we, uh, that we fit into of who we're supposed to be. And certainly some things in leadership are going to stretch us into that persona at times, but we can't wear that all the time. We have to really live authentically out of our voice. Max Dupree says this, he says, leadership can never stop at words. Leaders must act and they do so only in the context of their beliefs. Without action or principles based on authentic belief, no one can become a leader. And this conviction is woven through all of what Max Dupree says about leadership. People who are leaders realize that the work of leadership that belongs to um, college presidents and hospital board members and people in state and local government and parents and teachers and coaches and people in business organizations, large and small, are people who have embroiled themselves in the good work of becoming a leader who knows their voice. They know what their belief is about God and themselves and people. And then they, their voice and touch act out of those beliefs. And for ourselves, we cause ourselves great stress when we act in contrary to those, to those God-given beliefs. And so I hope today that this podcast gets you on that path of not just being who you're supposed to be, but being who you are. In our language, your voice is your personality, your, your learnings, your abilities, and yearnings. And when you lean into those, that combination of what you've experienced and what you're learning, how you were made, that's the effective leader. Until next time on the podcast, this is Charlie McNamara. Thanks for listening. Tune in every week as we continue learning and growing in faith, in life, and leadership. And if this has been helpful to you, subscribe and spread the word. And I will talk to you next week.